Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue today working our way through the story. Today we are going to be in the book of 1 Kings chapter 12. And what's happened is Solomon has now died, and his son Rehoboam has been set in as king of Judah. But there's a problem. We'll begin reading in chapter 12, verse 1. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone there to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nabat, heard this, he was still in Egypt where he had fled from King Solomon. He returned from Egypt. So they sent for Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for three days and then come back to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people? He said. They replied, If today you will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. He asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? The young men who had grown up with him replied, These people have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now you tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips, and I will scourge you with scorpions. Three days later, Jeroboam and all the people returned to Rehoboam. As the king had said, Come back to me in three days. The king answered the people harshly, rejecting the advice given to him by the elders. He followed the advice of the younger men and said, My father made your yoke heavy. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips, and I will scourge you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for this turn of events was from the Lord, to fulfill the word of the Lord he had spoken to Jeroboam, son of Nabat, through Ahijah, the Shilonite. When all Israel saw that the king refused to listen to them, they answered the king, What share do we have in David? What part is Jesse's son? To your tents, Israel? Look after your own house, David. So the Israelites went home. But as for the Israelites who were living in the towns of Judah, Rehoboam still ruled over them. Okay, so there's a quick lesson that I want us to see today from this text. And it's a lesson that I want to keep you from having to learn the hard way, as Rehoboam just did. Let me ask you, what do we know about Rehoboam's father Solomon? He was the wisest man that ever lived or ever would live. And it's no surprise that the wisest man who ever lived surrounded himself with wisdom, with wise advisors. And so when Rehoboam goes to King Solomon's trusted advisors, the elders, it says, and they give him wise advice, He doesn't listen to it. Instead, it says he goes to some young guys that were his buddies, and he listens to their absolutely terrible advice. And because of it, 
the kingdom of Israel is literally ripped in half, becomes a divided nation, enters into, plunges into civil war, all because Rehoboam chose to listen to his buddies, to his peers, instead of taking the wise advice of trusted advisors of the wisest man who ever lived. And I would just tell you, friends, one of the litmus tests for wisdom is this. Who do you surround yourself with? Are you surrounded by people speaking life and wisdom, truth? Are you surrounded by people who are speaking in the word of God, who are speaking in um, the will and the purposes of God? Or are you surrounded by people who speak only what you want to hear? Whether you are a world leader or managing just your own household, we need to be surrounded by people who speak godly truth and wisdom into our lives, not just people who say the things they think that we're wanting to hear. Friends, this is why I believe so strongly in the local church, in gathering and surrounding yourself with people of faith who speak life and help and wisdom into your life. It's why belonging to a small group is so important because you need to be known and you need to know other people and you need to invite wisdom to speak into your life. It's a wonderful gift that God has given us. He's given us his word. He's given us his spirit, but he's also given us each other to speak wisdom, to speak different perspectives and point of views to help cover our blind spots and our backside so that we don't end up falling into the traps that the enemy has set for us. Let's pray. Lord, I pray right now that you help us to be a wise people who cling to and surround ourselves with godly wisdom. Help us to hunger and thirst, God, after your ways and your plans and your wisdom. Help us not to be led astray by the wisdom of our age or the, um, just the desires of our own flesh, but help us, God, to be instructed, trained by your word and by your ways and by your wisdom. Help increase our appetite for what is good. In Jesus' name, amen.